بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي ونسلم على رسوله الكريم وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين We are coming to the end of the month of Zul Qa'da So if the moon is sighted, if not sighted, then the first of Zul Hijjah will be on Monday So there are certain rules, certain practices to observe we are basically looking at the Masail, the rules of the Qurbani, which will start on the day of Eid, Eid al-Adha. Inshallah, we will discuss about the first 10 days of Zul-Hijjah, which is a sacred period for Ibadat. Regarding this period, we need to just clarify something. Many people believe that during these days of Zulhijjah you cannot cut nails or you cannot shave hair or trim the moustache whatever removing pubic hair so the masala there is not that it's not permissible it is mustahab not to remove the hair and the nails and if you look at some ahadith in this regard it is said that those people who have purchased an animal or who have an animal in their possession and they are going to make qurbani of that animal for these people it is mustahab not to cut hair and nails etc till they have made the qurbani from the time the moon is sighted on the first of Zulhijjah so for that like 10 days so this is firstly is mustahab secondly is for those who have an animal in their possession nowadays we seldom find people doing qurbani like that. What we do is on Eid day, we pick the animal, select the animal, and we make the qurbani. But in any case, it is a mustahab practice. Now, we must understand, Sharia always teaches us that we need to keep all these, the, the, the categories of Sharia in its proper place. If something is mustahab, don't make it like it's wajib. If something is wajib, don't neglect it as if it is something trivial or mustahab. So that's where we have the thing like bid'ah coming about. Something is maybe mustahab or it's permissible. And people give it such prominence that they treat it as if it is something wajib. So here we find always people asking questions that can you cut nails, it's not permissible. The other thing about the hair, and I did mention this previously, it is that the pubic hair, hair under the navel, around the private parts, hair under the arm, in the armpits. Uh, it is not permissible to allow this hair to remain without being cut for 40 days. If 40 days are up, then it is wajib to remove this hair. Now if a person is making qurbani and he realizes that now during these 10 days, it's a 40 day period, I haven't shaven, then it is wajib to shave. So now the mustahab will not be practiced upon, now you take the wajib, which is of course more important so that's one thing about the cutting of the nails and then we come to the rules of Qurbani so upon whom is Qurbani wajib so a person who's caught who is in possession of the nisab of zakat during those days so basically people have given zakat in Ramadan so the same people for them they will have to make arrangements for their Qurbani on the day of Eid we have three days in the Hanafi Mazhab is three days, the day of Eid, 
two days after Eid. These are the days of Qurbani. In the Shafi Mazhab, you have an extra day. And uh, this, the Qurbani time starts from Subhu Sadiq. That's the time that you, can, that you can make Qurbani. But for people who are going to make Eid Salah, that means people living in the cities, in the towns, they cannot make their Qurbani before Eid. Before Eid Salah. They can only make it after, once the Eid Salah has been performed. The first Eid Salah in the city that is done, they can then start making their Qurbani. But those who live on farms, villages where there's no Eid Salah, they can even make their Qurbani before Eid Salah, but after Subhu Salik. Subhu Salik is when the Fajr time enters. Then another important thing here is, uh, which I need to clarify, is the fasting. We will hear, inshallah, maybe tomorrow we'll discuss in the Juma about the rewards of the first 10 days of Zul Hijjah. And fasting on these days is highly recommended. But when we say fasting on the 10 days, we exclude the day of Eid. So it's nine days actually, because Eid day and three days after Bakr Eid, it's not permissible to fast. It's haram to fast. There are five days in the year that you cannot fast. The two Eids. And three days after Eid al-Adha or Bakri Eid. So this is the the fasting you can do, like I said, from the start of Zul Hijjah. But once the ninth of Zul Hijjah comes, after that for the next four days, one shouldn't fast. We'll continue, inshallah, maybe next week again, just to explain an important thing that I need to explain is the method of slaughtering the animal. Now, when we make qurbani, generally we have people that do the qurbani for us, but it is uh, preferable if one is able to slaughter, one should do it your own self. But now, remember, if you can, if you are able to do the the dhabah and the slaughtering with your own hand, otherwise you rather stand there because if a person doesn't slaughter the animal correctly, it might render the animal haram. For example, if the proper the, the, the vessels and the veins in the neck are not cut correctly, the animal is not halal, then you can't even eat the meat. There's no qurbani and the meat is also gone. So unless one is sure of himself, one knows how to slaughter, then you do it yourself. Otherwise, stand by the animal and let someone else who knows the method of dhabah do the slaughtering. But we will explain this in a little bit more detail, inshallah. I was saying that Qurbani is wajib, and remember it's wajib on the individual, and it will be even be wajib upon females as well if they are in possession of zakat. Just like females must give sadaqah fitr on their own, they must give their own zakat, they must also do their own Qurbani. Then another important thing, one last masala here is, we find some people had not made qurbani in the past. But people sometimes due to ignorance, or maybe they were not on that path of deen, now they came into that, into that deeny environment and they want to now make up for whatever they missed out in the past. So if qurbani was wajib three years, for the last three years, four years, and you hadn't made qurbani, there is a qada of qurbani as well. But that qada is not the slaughtering of an animal. You've got to give the value or the price of an animal in sadaqah for the past. 
and the price you're going to take is the current price. Okay, so you're going to take the current price, and we know now the animals, of course, every year the price goes up. So this is qada of qurbani for those who hadn't made it, if the qurbani was wajib. And if a person is not sure, then uh, you can ignore that. Sharia will not uh, impose something on you when you are doubtful, when you're not sure. Was qurbani wajib? I can't remember. But once you are certain, then you've got to give the qaza of qurbani as well. And uh, these, the qurbani, as I said, it's wajib. But if a person, one is a person who's got the nisab of zakat, so he buys his animal or he buys it on the day of Eid, or he goes to the farm, he selects an animal, pays for it, and he makes the qurbani. But a person upon whom qurbani is not wajib, he can also make qurbani. If one has got the money, sometimes people have, they might have money for that particular occasion, zakat might not be farz upon them, so it will be nafil qurbani. But once that person purchases an animal, before that qurbani was not wajib, once he's got the animal in his possession, and he bought it with the niyat of qurbani, now it becomes wajib upon him. So he's got to slaughter that animal. He can't change his mind now, say, no, I'm not going to slaughter this, or use it for my meat for the family. It has to be done as with the niyat of qurbani. We'll continue with this, inshallah.